How's it going, guys? Medium difficulty question for endocrine step one internal medicine 2CK. Before we get started, please subscribe to my channel. I really appreciate it. Give me a like, really appreciate it. Find me on Instagram, melman underscore medical, mehlman underscore medical. Links down below for me on Telegram. Links to the Telegram group channel down below. And I start the clip. 66 year old woman evaluated in hospital, and we have a diagram showing her PTH level on the y axis, serum calcium on the x axis, with this magenta dot uh, being the results of her findings. So question just wants to know which the following represents these results. And nearly identical question shows up in one of the offline NBMEs, okay, where they give you a diagram like this with a dot. So you need to know this stuff. So let's just hop through the answers here. Choice A, hypoparathyroidism, wrong fucking answer. Obviously, PTH is low here. That would make sense. But calcium's high, not low. Okay, so in, if we had hypoparathyroidism, the dot would be bottom left. Okay, it would be where my cursor is right now in the bottom left. PTH is going to do three things in terms of regulating calcium. Number one, it's going to bind to osteoblasts, okay, PTH receptor osteoblasts, which will cause the osteoblasts to express rank L. That's going to bind to rank receptor on osteoclasts, and then the osteoclasts will uh, undergo maturation activation and induce bone resorption, thereby allowing calcium to leach out into the bone, increasing serum calcium levels. That makes sense. The other things are it's going to do, go to the kidney. It's going to increase activation of an apical late DCT calcium channel, causing reabsorption of calcium out of the urine. The other thing it's going to do in the kidney is activate 1-alpha-hydroxidase in the PCT, converting inactive 25-D3 into active 125-D3. The latter goes to the small bowel, causes calcium absorption. Wrong fucking answer. Choice B, lobular carcinoma of the breast, correct answer. Now... I decide to be a little bit of an asshole here, give you this highly specific type of breast cancer. I'll tell you the high yield point. As I said, it's on the NBME exams. You need to know that metastatic cancer is one of the highest yield causes of hypercalcemia. Okay? It doesn't even matter what kind of cancer it is. Just any type of cancer. It could be a dude with prostate cancer. Okay? It could be a patient with lung cancer. So you need to know that metastases, they can cause breakdown of the bone and hypercalcemia. It's due to cytokine effects. They ask you the molecular mechanism, you're going to choose cytokine effects at bone. Okay. Now, obviously lytic lesions, that's going to cause, that's going to reflect calcium leaching out of the bone. I mentioned prostate cancer, which happens to be blastic lesions. You still get hypercalcemia, pretty much any type of metastases, exceedingly high yield. Okay. And PTH would be suppressed because we have negative feedback at the calcium sensing receptors, the parathyroid glands. So this is metastatic cancer. Okay. Hypercalcemia. Obviously you could have perineal plastics as well, like squamous cell carcinoma of uh, the lung producing PTHRP, which would also give you hypercalcemia and a suppressed PTH because PTHRP is not the same as PTH. And renal cell carcinoma could also uh, secrete PTHRP, same as squamous cell carcinoma lung. Let's just hop through the other answer choice here real quick. Choice C, osteomalacia, wrong fucking answer. This is vitamin D deficiency in adults. The dot would be at the top left, Okay. This location is the same for not just osteomalacia rickets, but also secondary hyperparathyroidism due to renal failure. Okay, so if you have vitamin D deficiency, rickets, osteomalacia, you're obviously going to have decreased calcium absorption in the small bowel. Then you're going to have PTH go up to compensate. In the setting of renal failure, not only are you not going to be able to reabsorb calcium in the late DCT, but you're also not going to get the 1-alpha-hydroxylase activation calcium absorption decreased in the small bowel, and then PTH goes up to compensate. Okay, so top left location here 
would be for osteomalacia urticus, vitamin D deficiency, as well as secondary hyperparathyroidism and renal failure? Wrong fucking answer. Choice D osteoporosis, wrong fucking answer. Dot would be in the normal box. That is exceedingly high yield. A lot of students think that in osteoporosis, you have to have some sort of disturbance like low calcium. No, it's not what happens. So you're gonna have old granny who has decreased bone density, breaks a hip, and it's just gonna be, all of her serum findings are normal. Okay, so calcium phosphate, PTH, ALP, all normal. Wrong fucking answer. Choice C, primary hyperparathyroidism, wrong fucking answer. So clearly self-explanatory that if we had high PTH, wouldn't our dot be at least high in the diagram here? So it'd be top right is where our dot would be for primary hyperparathyroidism. Could obviously be something like parathyroid adenoma. It could be diffuse foregland hyperplasia, things like MEN1, uh, MEN2A. Uh, you can get uh, primary hyperparathyroidism. Wrong fucking answer. You know the deal. I'm going to make more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe my channel. Appreciate your time. That's it.